Well Expo podcast in association with Be Coached for confidence moving forward. today on Well Expo. Uh, so welcome along, welcome on board. Kind of a ca- more casual style chat today because we are talking about the platforms that changed lockdown. So I have asked Amanda Webb from the Digital Coffee and um, spiderworking.com uh, to come on and we're going to chat about, uh, well, I don't know, Amanda, how's your TikTok? <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show and people who watch my live show, The Digital Coffee, every week will know that I'm constantly telling people not to bother using TikTok. But we were just having a conversation ahead of time and I am currently upskidding in TikTok. So my resolution of not using TikTok may fall away soon. So, yeah, I haven't. Do you know what? It's one I haven't um, gone on to. I mean, we're here on Zoom, which obviously we'll get into in a minute because that was a massive one that kind of took the world by storm. But TikTok, I kind of looked at it and I went, uh, at my age, really? And then I'm kind of looking at it going, is it for fun? Can it be used for work? Or where did it sit into the whole, you know, lockdown area? Like, you know. I think TikTok's for fun. I think. TikTok is for kids and I'm not saying that in a patronizing way I think we need to leave our kids to have their own network to have their safe spaces away from their parents where they can be as long as you know you've got some safety in there and they know it's okay to come to you if there's any issues but it will become a bigger platform over time particularly now because it was recently they um They've moved, so they're no longer a Chinese company. They're based in the Cayman Islands because there were some issues around the fact that they were a Chinese country, uh, Chinese company. They had a, they had to share if the government wished data with them. So now they've moved to the Cayman Islands. That's not an issue anymore. So the U.S. military and the U.K. military weren't lacking personnel there. So that was holding them back. That's gone. They've employed a American CEO. So I think TikTok is going to grow massively. But at the moment, I think there's some really strong case studies. I think there's a dentist somewhere that's done some really great work, actually a few dentists on TikTok. But unless your audience are those younger people, it may not be the right time to go there. And I'm not a big fan of just going somewhere so you can build your audience for later either, because your audience on there at the moment are going to be marketers (laughs) like me, and they're going to be kids. So yeah. I think really you should spend your time perfecting the social media channels you're on already. But that's not to say there isn't an opportunity in the future. So I think I could have a lot of fun on it. And I do use it as a viewer, but I don't use it as a creator at the moment. So um, I because I have to, you will see stuff from me. Yeah, I think that was the thing over lockdown. Whereas I, I know from the marketing side of things for marketers, yeah, great. But there was a huge fun element of it over lockdown with um, kind of crazy songs and crazy videos. Dance challenges. And, yeah. <laughs> See, I can't dance, so that will be fun. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? So I think that was what, that's what attracted people to it as well over the lockdown. Because I saw mums and daughters putting up videos. But is there a time, you know, the way like on Instagram, there's a time limit. Is there a time limit on the length that you can put on to TikTok? 
Yes, there is, but don't, I think it's 60 seconds, but I couldn't be a hundred percent sure, but yes, they're short videos. They're short videos. They're vertical videos. So, you know, the first thing that a lot of people are going to get wrong, they're going to go in there and they're going to shoot horizontal videos, put a big black bar at the bottom, the top and the bottom and stick those up. I know it's going to happen if it hasn't already happened. So I think the thing about if you're going to use TikTok, you can't just go and take your YouTube video and stick a bit of it on TikTok. You have to create for TikTok. So think about that. It's got to be vertical. It's got to be fun. And it's definitely worth studying TikTok and watching TikTok and understanding kind of the language, the video language of TikTok and what it's about before you go on there and just do a little video tip of you sharing whatever that you might on Facebook. They're very different networks. Yeah. The closest actually, is probably Snapchat. I was going to, do you know what? That's actually what I was just going to say. Did it kind of take over on the Snapchat thing? I tried that years ago, but my kids just went, mom, would you mind, please? <laughs> I actually yeah. had a massive crush on Snapchat for a, a, a time. And then Instagram stories came in. And like a lot of people of an older generation, I migrated to Instagram. And actually a lot of younger people did as well. But still the younger members of my family, like I don't have kids, but I have nephews and nieces. They tend to use Snapchat. My 14 year old niece thinks TikTok is the most uncool thing ever. So, you know, it's, it's really interesting. And surprisingly, she's using WhatsApp with her friends. And I'm like, but isn't WhatsApp for old people? Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, big with the kids now. Yeah, and, and that actually surprises me, you know, the WhatsApp side. But then they've changed as well, because WhatsApp kind of, as you're watching these all along, you know, when it came to, say, groups, it was, oh yeah, Zoom, okay? And then Facebook at one stage, you could bring somebody on screen and then they scrapped that. And then they brought it back in there a few weeks ago. They've reintroduced it. No, you can bring someone on screen, but you can actually bring more people on screen now if you choose, because they, everybody seems to be getting, okay, everybody wants live. Let's, you know, let's bring them all on. So all the platforms now are kind of like chasing Zoom's tail about mm -hmm. the, the number of people that they can have on and, and do. I think Facebook has a history, doesn't it? I mean, I was talking about Instagram stories earlier. They basically, they tried to buy Snapchat and the guy who owns Snapchat said no and was quite rude about it actually, which turned me off Snapchat a little bit. Um, but then Facebook just stole the whole product. They were like, well, we tried to buy you. We tried to give you money. So we're just going to take it anyway. And that's where Instagram stories came from. So Facebook obviously saw this threat when lockdown happened and suddenly this channel that had only been used by businesses really before suddenly everyone was using it and they and house party as well was another one that took off big time i hadn't heard oh, right. anyone yeah. talking about house party for years and all of a sudden there i was my book club was on house party and everything and i think facebook just went let's not even try buying it well we don't know something happened behind the scenes but let's not even try buying it let's just steal it and it does make sense for things like my facebook group we've moved our weekly chat from zoom into rooms, which is the new um, Facebook one. From a business point of view, I'm still sticking with Zoom. For my, I couldn't see me scheduling my client calls using rooms, but I think you know Facebook did try and step in and steal that. You know, I do like I, Facebook as a, a a tool, but I over the years more and more I dislike their business practices. Well, I suppose yeah, we we both love it because we're now streaming on it. But yes. the fun, they won't yeah, take it I, down it's okay <laughs> i told them off before they don't take down my live streams they're okay about that we can criticize them 
<laughs> and it's gas because um like i use zoom this is actually a zoom um feeding into facebook um, and i love to do it uh, that way do you know what i mean and actually for me because i deliver training as well and i use zoom for training i just find it to be one of the most secure platforms to be able to do that mm -hmm. and um i'm always you know cautious about you know where the information is going and who's getting it or whatever that if i'm putting something out there live i want to be in control of the information and you know putting it across that do you know what i mean like it's it's that's it's interesting thing. though because i would have thought that people would trust a small company like zoom more than a big company like facebook but i asked this question on one of my facebook lives and straight away people were coming in saying they trust facebook more than zoom now this was when zoom were having issues with their privacy which they addressed really fast straight yeah. away but still people still after all the problems we've had with facebook over the last few years people still trust facebook more than they did zoom that really surprised me because to me i'm the same as you i would think of zoom as my own little private secure space and we've got password protection and we've got lots of things yeah. that i always make sure i have switched on that people can't share their screens when i'm doing a training because you don't want them yes exactly your and training. that's the thing and the waiting so rooms yeah, exactly. Whereas anyone can, anyone that's a, a member of my Facebook group and, you know, there's people in there, I don't know who they are, could pop into my, my room and I don't even know how I could get rid of them. So there you go. Yeah, the, the rooms thing actually, because that was only a few weeks ago, really, that that was brought in. Yeah, about it? three or four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, three or four weeks ago. And I have, I have been, well, I've been in the rooms, but I haven't created one yet for something because I'm still kind of finding out, okay, I still want to know where, you know, the information is going and can I control them more and do things like that, you know. But then Twitter as well is, you know, they've changed um, lots of things in the last month or two as well, trying to catch up. Now, this morning when I was posting the videos, as you know, because I record the video of who's coming up the morning of the interview, and I said, gosh, do I have to go through um, what you call their video side platform that goes with Twitter and um, begins with P? Periscope. Periscope. Thank you. That's the menopause mind there. Um, Periscope. I was saying, gosh, do I have to go through Periscope or whatever? And then I realized, no, now, because I haven't done it in so long, I could actually just um, upload the video directly from my phone straight onto the platform. Mm -hmm. You know, and I kind of went, I don't remember ever being able to do that. So even they're making the changes coming along as well and scheduling posts, you know. Yeah, lots of updates. Actually, Twitter have so many updates in the last year. It's almost like they've had... I think it was about two years ago, Jack Dorsey said he was going to do something about the amount of trolling and, you know, stuff that was going on that made people feel uncomfortable on Twitter. And obviously they put a lot of things in motion then that are only happening now. So things like that you can set up a tweet that not everyone can reply to, which I still can't see why I do that. But yeah, that was one of the options. Me. Yeah. And the scheduling and the being able to um, control people in threads. There's a lot of things you can do there that you can um, mute users, that you can block all comments from users. There's a, there's a few different new options in there. 
also the algorithm, the Twitter algorithm, I kind of like because people complain about all the people being negative on also so political on Twitter. I see more of that on Facebook. On Twitter, it shows me right at the top of my feed the posts from the people I engage with the most. So unless I'm engaging with people that are overtly talking about, you know, whatever the issue of the day is, I don't want to talk about what the issue of the day is because that's not what this is about. But unless I'm pro and proactively engaging with people that disagree with me, I'm not going to see that stuff. So I think it is Twitter is becoming a safer space somewhere that I enjoy being more, even though I don't use the marketing so much. The Google side of things then for those that were at home, of course, the the kids were doing their homeschooling at home. You see, and the teachers were coming online from some schools. And so Google then, their whole suite then started to become more active. And they then brought on the, um, they updated their, what's it, the Google chat, you know, within the email. um, Mm -hmm. God, my head is like a sieve now. I don't know what they call it. Are they called Hangouts still? I Hangouts, don't know. that's it, yes. They've, they kind of updated all that then to start bringing people back into the whole Google side of things with their classroom and their yeah. learning. And which even leads on that there were more learning platforms out there that became more popular because everybody wanted to upskill and uptrain. So there was, what, uh, Udemy and all the ones like that that people were kind of, you know, jumping onto. So there was just so much going on yeah yeah and still is and I don't think it's all going to go away I think you know a lot of the big companies have already said that they're going to not necessarily bring everyone back to home base now they're going to let people stay working at home so these tools are gonna the the money that those companies have invested is going to be worthwhile because it's going to continue I don't think at to the massive extent I think people are a little bit online coursed out uh, I think at the beginning, everyone was like, I need to upskill. And they did every course on the planet and signed up for everything. Now, I didn't <laughs> because <laughs> I'm aware that already that I have some online courses I've signed up for I haven't done. So I, I don't necessarily sign up for courses. But I found a lot of people just get to this overwhelm limit, you know, oh, I'm trying to learn all this stuff. And you really can't do that, I think. So courses are still going to be popular there's going to be an awful lot more of them out there. You'll be able to do any course you want online, but I think people are going to start being a little bit more savvy about just signing up for one at a time and the one that they really need. Yeah, no, absolutely. And actually I I read a stat recently on that on people when they sign up for online courses and uh, like that, I am a culprit too. Um, And it's only something like 15 or 20% of all the people, you know, of the signups for a course, well, actually complete it through to the end. So, you know, the other, um, what, 70, 85, 80, 85% of people have signed up, probably paid something, if not, you know, a free course and just left it there then. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not yeah. completing it. It's happened to me. I've done it. <laughs> I've yeah. done it. Yeah. Um, which is, I am more selective now. So there are a couple of trainings, not necessarily online courses. A lot I would do live training sooner because I know I'll turn up for the live training. But even when I'm running, even a live training and people pay, not everyone turns up. They know there's a replay, but I don't think you get the same benefit as no, you will definitely when not. you turn up. No, I find that myself, you know, and like you, I would deliver online training um, in Canva. Because so that's that's the one platform I absolutely love, and that is like as a creative platform, that 
really, really took off, I think, for those working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think it just kind of broadened out for their ideas and things like that, that they were able to um, just get that bit more time to become maybe a little bit more creative. Yeah, and it's weird to me because Canva has been that tool. It's so popular that, you know, if there's an outage, it will trend on Twitter that Canva is down. It's so popular, yet there are still people that weren't using it. And I do, I have to say, I love some of the Canva alternatives. I have a Canva Pro account because I use it every day. But there are some really good, so if you want to go into even prettier design, it's all about the templates, I think, at the end of the day. So I've been using Easel as well. And Easel is very similar to Canva, except the design is better. That's that's just it. So when you want to upskill one more. um, Also, Visme, V-I-S-M-E. I don't even know if I'm saying it properly. They have some really kind of more corporate, shiny templates because Canva can look a little bit samey. You know, you see a design from Canva and you'll know it was done in Canva a lot of the time. So as much as I love Canva, and like I say, have the pro account, I'm not getting rid of that. Use it every single day. There are these, if you really want to get into your design, it's definitely worth having a look at some of the others. And they'll all have free trials as well. So you can see what you can do. So we've touched on Google. Well, the Google Classroom was obviously the big thing, I think, for schools this year. And then they they broadened out their Hangouts. And we've looked at Canva as a a platform because that was a fun one as well for people just to have a go on to Mm -hmm. themselves. And we have touched on Twitter and Facebook and Zoom and TikTok and Snapchat. So that's eight we have gone through now so far at the moment. And there are hundreds out there. But the one thing actually that they all have in common too is video. You know, so there are some great, uh, Wave actually was one of the really good ones I found um, through you actually a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's so easy and it is brilliant fun to work with. It's so, if you want to create, I think people think video is going to be complicated and I probably help people think it's going to be complicated because I'm always trying to push a little bit further but actually for quick social media videos wave is canva of video I know you can do video on canva now but it's not like wave you know wave is I mean that's the first time I met the guys from wave which was probably four years ago at social media marketing world that's how they pitched it to me this this is like canva for video and it's got so much better because i remember then it was very clunky and hard to use yeah and now you just go select a template you put your own words in you put your own image in it does the rest it really is a really exceptionally good tool it's wave.video is the website and it's great because when you select a template it's already in the format for the platform that you want to use it on so and like canva you can resize so you can do it like that and then you can resize it for instagram stories or you can resize it for square you know it's great fabulous and then of course everything can become pretty addictive (laughs) and i suppose that was one thing about lockdown was actually people trying to get off the phone because we're now coming back into you know post lockdown and people go back but the phone is stuck in the hand or they're well I must check this or I just have a go at that or whatever so the one thing I didn't come across where say that weren't very popular maybe were the apps that help you to switch off 
you know. So what what's out there then for that, you know, even for parents that they want to, like, are there apps that they can put on a kid's phone or something? Or is there, do you know what I mean? I'm not a parent, so I can't help you with apps that would help there for a business point of view, from a productivity point of view. I'm actually using tech less, believe it or not, since right. lockdown. I used to work really long days. I've got my other half at home at the moment. So I finish work when I'm supposed to finish work. Most of the time, of course, there's always a, an exception. But most of the time, my phone use is down to less than an hour a day. And wow, that's I know I'm bucking the trend. And I also don't just go on every Zoom call that's there as well. I know that's been a problem with people feeling Zoomed out. So the first app I would recommend is not even an app. It's a function on your phone, which is the do not disturb button right yeah. it's on now because i don't want my phone making noises while we're here but it's also on a lot so yeah. that i don't get distracted because something pinging or or whatever during the day that can just take you know a big chunk of time 10 minutes that you get out of your flow of work also put your phone out of mine is close enough to me at the moment but usually i'd have it behind me on the table so that i can't just get at it because what do you do Website takes a moment to load. You pick up your phone and start surfing the internet. Yeah, you see, that's it's the habit thing, that, and that's it yeah. exactly. That's it. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not a big digital detox person. I love technology, and I think it's a really important part of their lives. And I think social networks are important, particularly now for staying in touch. I'm not going to tell anyone to switch off, but there are ways that we can stop that. That unproductive time when we're just browsing because the internet, a website, and then by the time we come out the website's been loaded for five minutes because we get into that oh i'll look at facebook twitter instagram linkedin back to facebook again you realize you're in this cycle so yeah. that's my first one not even a fancy app <laughs> just just yeah. the do not do not and disturb that's the self discipline yeah and you have to kind of start building in that self-discipline into yourself to say no because what one thing i i use and i find it great is the pomodoro app one of those for the time there you set a time and like that you can leave the phone you know, on the other side of the room and the bell rings at the end of the 20 minutes, say that I've set it. And I go, that's that really short bursts of, you know, pure focus yeah. on something. I find that great. So I have something similar, but it's for my browser for Chrome. It's called strict workflow and it's based on the Pomodoro technique. So it's a little tomato sits in the top of your browser window. And if I find on my laptop that I'm getting into that cycle, because it happens when you're in digital marketing, maybe you have to go and get something from Facebook and then you forget and you're in this cycle again. So I find if I'm supposed to be getting a job done and this is happening for whatever reason, if I hit that button, what it does, it blocks all social networking sites. Excellent. I'm so you can even put things on the block list yourself. So if there's other sites outside those that you find yourself getting distracted with. So once I've hit that button, psychologically, I've made the commitment that I'm going to do some work and it is your 20 minutes and then it gives you a five minute break. But I often yeah. find once I've broken the cycle, when that 20 minute alarm goes off, I don't want to stop. I'm in the flow of doing the work that I want yeah. to do. So it's fabulous. Strict work for a flow if i can say it properly <laughs> strict workflow it's a chrome extension so you'll find it in the chrome store or whatever it's called uh, the, definitely that is definitely going on to my computer i hadn't i hadn't heard of that one it was the one for just on the phone that i would yeah use i haven't the used the phone one but then i hide my phone away from myself so I'm okay yeah, with see, that. you're very good you know, it's taken a long time 
I was just thinking when I was saying that to you, the first time I realized that, you know, it was on my phone too much. And I don't know what too much is. It's different for everyone, but it was eating into my productivity. I, um, every time I looked at, it was Facebook, particularly at the time. So every time I looked at Facebook, I'd set a timer and I'd look. And unless that timer had reached an hour, I wasn't allowed to look again. And it was so hard. It was so hard just not to look at Facebook for an hour. So it's over time I've managed to get into the, you know, the swing of doing it. And of course, every now and then I do have a binge. I'm not perfect. But at the moment, I'm kind of pleased with myself because I'm under an hour. The only time I normally get that is Christmas. So <laughs> yeah, I have to say that is, that is great. No, that really is. Esther, how are we doing there in the background? Are there any, any comments? Yes, there are comments, but I managed to um, download that Chrome extension. So give me a moment. <laughs> You'll need to look right. at your phone, see? I know I will. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, just lots of people saying that how they love Canva, hate TikTok, hate um, Snapchat, don't understand things, <laughs> love Twitter. <laughs> Lots yeah, of I'm things. training people. Well, do not use TikTok. No, I'm <laughs> So yes, lots of lovely comments coming in um, about how people have really enjoyed the show. And I'm sure there's a few parents that can jump in and help with the, any apps, the apps that they need for... Um, blocking down the kids phone i know we have one i don't remember what it's called though um to uh block their time we use it as but as well for their xbox we only allow them a certain length of time each day and they have to complete chores before they get it turned on so uh it's all there's lots of parental guidance out there for for every uh app and every place that kids can be so let's hope that uh uh, it continues but yes just lots of lovely comments of uh, how they love canva love twitter don't understand tiktok or snapchat and yeah yeah snapchat was a funny one really when you think because i know snap maps was is a biggie you know um and i remember when that started you know talking to my guys saying you know people will find out where you are doing you know and what you're at and all this kind of thing and actually they say well it's very handy even though i've my, my location i have to find out actually where my friends are so is that if i if i want to go and see them i can tell you actually no mom he's not at home he's <laughs> he's in such and such a place so you can drop me there <laughs> but listen amanda brilliant as always and to anybody watching i highly recommend the digital coffee on a friday morning and um, that's that's public isn't it amanda that yeah it's on my facebook page so um facebook.com forward slash spider working 9 30 a.m every friday and if you go over to the page now you'll see the post is scheduled and there's a little link there and if you click that you can register to make sure you get a notification through Messenger to tell you when I go live. So Yes, you're um, a step ahead of me, you see, because I'll have that soon now on this page <laughs> for my Well Expo because uh, that has been worked on in the background and I'm really Great. looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed today and I know there were more platforms that we could have gone through, but I think they were probably all the most popular ones at the moment uh, mm -hmm. that were going on in households and hopefully not too many rows were caused about them. <laughs> <laughs> so I will see you on Friday morning because I will be in the chat. And actually, I do have one question on the chat you know if somebody watches the replay 
Do they see the comments that were posted for that chat too? Yes, and they see them in real time. So if you're watching a replay of a live broadcast and somebody makes a comment a minute on, obviously it's related to whatever the person is saying right then. That will actually pop up and you'll be so able to I see think, it. Yeah, so they see the comment that I put in on Friday morning, which was, I'm only out of bed, I'm in my dressing gown and having a cup of tea. <laughs> yes, they'll see that. Yes. They'll see that too. Amanda, thank you so much for being on today. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And I will see you on your broadcast on Friday morning. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great.